This is Johnny Walker coming back to you with another episode. It's Sunday the 22nd of August 2021. On this episode of the podcast, episode 179, I would like to touch upon the hypocrisy of EDM Twitter or the electronic dance music world in general. The trigger for this was the recent passing of Paul Johnson and Kelly Hand, two great old school house and techno DJs. This was a loss that happened within a day or so. On the 4th of August, I just happened to browse my social media timeline when Oliver Jones, also known as Scream, announced that both these Jays and artists had passed away. Slightly anxious, hoping this was a mistake on his part, I searched other accounts and verified the trueness of his claim by checking the official announcements from the artist's management. You may or may not have heard of these two DJs and artists. Paul Johnson had certainly a mega hit in the past, Get Get Down was one of the all-time great house tunes that still get played today. Infectious piano hooks to repeated vocal sample, simplicity at its finest. But his legacy does not finish with one tune. Paul Johnson, one of Chicago's second generation of house music greatest, had so many early critical releases with Relief Records, the label of Green Velvet. All of us house music aficionados were salivating when we could get hold of any of these 12 inches back in the day. His discography reads as one of house music record labels who's who. Chicago Underground, Dance Mania, the Dutch label Jacks Up Beats, and the list goes on. He remained prolific through the years, although I mostly got to listen to his work around 94-95. He released six albums in total between 1995 and 1999, some of which I still own, like The Other Side of Me, released at Relief Records in 1996, or his first one, Bump Talking, released at Pissfrock Records in 1995. In 1997, Johnson co-founded his own house music label, Dust Tracks, the label has released music from notable electronic artists including Glenn Underground, Gene Hand and Stacy Kidd. Johnson had also performed under the name Traxman with Robert Armani, not the fashion label, and as brother to brother with his protege Gant Gerard. In 1999 he hit the jackpot with Get Get Down. Get Get Down reached number one on Billboard's Dance Club Songs chart and reached a number of European charts as well. Internationally, this song made it to the top five on the UK charts and in Greece. It also reached the top ten in the Netherlands, France and Belgium. How important or influential was his music then? Well, just think that Paul Johnson is the first name mentioned in Daft Punk's song Teachers, a tribute to several of the duo's house music influences. The three became friends in 1995, with a friend duo personally telling Johnson that he was one of the reasons they started to make house. Well, that's significant to me. However, life was not nice to him. In fact, it was not nice at all. In 1987, Johnson was injured by a stray bullet and paralyzed from the waist down. After further health complications and a motor vehicle accident, he had one leg amputated in 2003 and the other one in 2010.
Johnson spoke about the difficulty of managing his chronic health conditions while being an active DJ and producer. Imagine this, he was playing from a wheelchair. In an interview in 2014 from a hospital bed, Johnson talked about the challenges his shooting and subsequent amputations imposed on his career, including missing DJ bookings because my body can't get me there. He said that every single, ever since he got shot, 80% of my life is my health. He continued his law with spinning records in parallel with producing and releasing record after record. He told 5Mac that Farley, Jackmaster Fang, one of the early house pioneers, inspired him to start spinning records. He says, and I quote, The crappy life I've had health-wise, that's been nothing, man. That's just been a shadow to what I've been doing. I don't even see it. Nobody sees it. It's all about the music. Luck did not favor him even in very recent times. I remember mentioning the news in one of our previous podcast episodes. Paul Johnson was admitted to Little Company of Mary Hospital in suburban Evergreen Park in mid-July, a week after his diagnosis with having contracted a respiratory virus. Uh, he wrote on his Instagram uh, before he got placed into a temporary uh, ventilator a week later. And then he just passed away. Reading on Twitter, one of his uh, colleagues, DJ, says, I lost one of my best friends today, Chicago house legend Jim Farris wrote. In a statement on Twitter, former DJ Mike Savito wrote, Paul Johnson told us how to bounce to the beat. A groove like no other, honestly. This is so depressing. But the records, the music will remain timeless and uplifting. We will always have that Chicago groove. Paul Johnson was only 50 years old. Kelly Hand, or Kay Hand as she was known, was way more underground than Paul Johnson and she never had a mega hit, but equally loved. She was a Detroit artist and also part of the second generation of artists that stemmed from Chicago and Detroit. I got to know of her work through her first album on a journey in 1995, even though she has been releasing music since 1993, mainly through her own Acacia Records and Warp Records in the UK. Global Warning in 1994 remains her favorite of that year. She started as a regular at the Pacific Paradise Garage, and she would soon line up alongside the likes of Frankie Knuckles, Ron Hardy and Ken Collier, who also booked her for residency at Detroit Club Zippers. By the 90s, Hand had proven herself a force and founded UK House Records, which was later remained as Acacia Records, reportedly after a street in Detroit. Her DJ Monica was selected to leave her gender ambiguous. In fact, Hand explained that she chose her somewhat cryptic name because she didn't want people to know it was a girl, because I was just minding the music business, worried about what would happen to her prospects if people found out she was one of the few women in a male-dominated club. She released her 1990 debut EP, Think About It, under her Etasso lead alias, who's collaborating with technocrates and founders of the underground resistance, Jeff Mills, Robert Hood, Mike Banks, along with Michael Clark. Now, that's a lineup, isn't it? Along her own productions, the label released records by artists, including Rhythm Formation and One View Kids, for those who know. 
K-Hand also released uh, music on uh, big imprints, including Warp, as I said, K7, and Trezor Records from Berlin. In recognition of uh, contributions to house and techno and skills in a male-dominated industry, the city of Detroit recognized Kelly Hand as the first lady of Detroit in 2017. She was also honored with the Spirit of Detroit Award in 2016 along with several of her contemporaries including Kevin Soderson, Juan Atkins, Derek May and Jeff Mills. She was only 56 years old in passing. And this is where the hypocrisy begins and our obituary ends. Once the passing of Paul Johnson and Kelly Hand were announced, the masses of virtue signalers went out, crying their hearts out, calling out for the legends that passed. All virtue signaling, of course, about the first lady in Detroit and the genius of Paul Johnson. Identity politics in the agenda going all out, falling over themselves as who will showcase the biggest alliance to oppress minorities. All pure hypocrisy, of course. Where were all of them before their passing to write dedicated blogs about their contribution? Book them for festivals, play their records, feature them in the playlist, invite them as speakers to teach a younger generation. Why wasn't Kay Han playing Movement Festival in Detroit, her hometown? A pure techno festival in other words. Why were such legends ghosted for the latest young thing as such as Charlotte DeWitt? No problem with her. But does Charlotte DeWitt have a better manager? Or is it that everyone is a hypocrite and they should spare us their pitfalls? I will not lie to you. I stopped listening to both in the mid to late 90s. Not because they were not great or I stopped liking the music. They were both great at what they were doing. They were their name soldiers of house and techno. So many soldiers to name. They never made of big festivals, not because they did not deserve it, but because the world is full of hypocrisy and have a very short memory. We collectively do not honor our past dance music leaders. We just dump them into a memory closet only to prepare their pituary. This podcast did not cry in public and did not write posts about those legendary DJs. A legend is a heavy title to bear and very few deserve it. Paul Johnson and Kay Hand were not legends in my opinion, but the contribution in making electronic dance music a global phenomenon was valuable and would always be remembered by the people who listened to the first records and acknowledged the contribution in an era when virtue signaling was unheard of and everyone was judged on their merit and not on their sexuality, color or ethnic or religious background. They will therefore be remembered as such, great DJs who spun records for the love of music and not to make a quick buck. Everyone can make a quick buck with FL Studio, pre-made loops and a spinning records release, but not everyone will be remembered even if they have the right skin color or sexuality in 2021. Now that I said everything that was must be said, let's celebrate the fact that modern technology will preserve some of the magic of these artists for future generations and hopefully teach you that not everything is about virtue signaling or making a quick buck. 
So go to YouTube and watch these two boiler room sets by Kahan and Paul Johnson and enjoy some of the magic, timeless magic. I'm dropping the links in the description of the podcast. Thank you both for the music.